This is A Man Isn't. Stories about new masculinity. A Man Isn't, a himbo. In 2002, fashion house Yves Saint Laurent caused a big controversy with their new M7 perfume ads. Solver Sensible photographed martial artist and model Samuel de Kubber reclining with his legs spread, exposing everything. People were shocked, newspapers couldn't stop writing about the pictures, the model's parents got mock phone calls at home, and the campaign received more than 730 formal complaints. The advertising was conceived under creative responsibility of Tom Ford, who explained, Perfume is worn on the skin, so why hide the body? The pictures were inspired by a photo of Yves Saint Laurent himself, shot in 1971 by Jean-Loup The designer poses naked on leather cushions, covering his privates with his knee. Eve's instructions were simple. I want to create a scandal. And that's exactly what happened. It's 2021 now, so CF's picture was published 50 years ago. Even the sensible one for YSL now is 20 years old. Would a naked man still shock us that much? In art history, the male nude has always been a touchy subject. Men and women were depicted mostly as deities, and their nudity stood for purity. For women, that changed around the time of Manès Olympia. He paints a mortal woman, reclining naked and looking right at the spectator, ready for the male gaze. In an essay, artist Georgiana Wilson explains that men throughout history have been depicted as strong heroes, based on the ideal from ancient Greece. When they aren't painted as warriors or soldiers, they are either naked because they are defeated or attacked, like the Pietas around Jericho's Raft of the Medusa. In any case, their nudity is not for us. They would be undressed whether we are watching or not. Samuel de Kubber looks relaxed in the YSL campaign, the opposite of the statuesque Greeks. He has a sculpted body but isn't flexing. Men on classic paintings had completely bald bodies and modest penises, but de Kubber has a hairy chest and a regular penis. That's what Tom Ford was aiming for. I wanted to show a man who represents a natural and relaxed image of male beauty, he says. This wasn't the first time a fashion company used the male body to sell products. In the 90s, Calvin Klein employed Mark Wahlberg to hang his jeans so low that the famous CK waistband on his boxer shorts were visible to sell, well, jeans and underwear. Companies like Ralph Lauren and Tommy Hilfiger used the same tactics. All these men were closer to the waxed, pumped-up Trojans we've been kind of comfortable with for centuries. Something was changing in the first years of the new millennium. Apart from the YSL campaign, Will Chalker appeared casually naked in a Louis Vuitton campaign and Andres Veloncoso appeared full frontal in the 2005 edition of Arena Home Plus. In both these instances, the nudity was shocking mostly because how aware the men are of us watching them and how casual and natural they appear. And then social media took flight. Instagram launched in 2010, and it didn't take long for it to become the go-to app for thirst traps and men crush Mondays. Good-looking men started making a living by taking their shirts off and holding a product. Pretty much any product will do, as long as a torso is next to it. Instagram nonetheless also made it easy for everybody to find every body you could possibly like. All men are represented there. All body types, heritages, and sexual orientations. That's a pretty diverse departure from the heroic bodybuilder, although he might still get most likes. Influencers are also quite blatant about showing their bodies. For instance, Max Emerson, 
who made a whole shtick about taking his shirt off in weird places and using provocative pictures to get people to vote. But recently it seems we're shifting back to an oblivious subject of lust, especially on TikTok. There's this video circulating of a girl helping her boyfriend pull his shorts over his butt, which is hard because he squatted so much, the waistband is too tight. The guy looks in the camera like he has never seen a smartphone and pretends he has no idea what's happening. Surely he knows this will entertain the online thirst community. There is also an abundance of videos and pictures of guys changing clothes, sleeping or working out, all apparently unaware of the result being posted. Could this be a reaction to all the undisguised worshipping of male bodies? People first had to buy smutty magazines or wait for a new YSL ad, but now we can find all forms and usages of bodies online. Are we nostalgic for a time where men weren't so naked and happy about it? The himbo is a bycatch of this phenomenon. There are different opinions of what exactly is a himbo, but it obviously is a portmanteau of him and bimbo. In general, they are attractive but not aware of it, and they are not very smart. This trope flaunts his body without knowing the effect and is always wanting others to be happy. He is also deeply unthreatening because he doesn't have a mean or manipulating bone in his body and isn't actually very sexual. He is the human equivalent of a golden retriever. That, on a side note, is also the problem people have with the himbo, as it's considered ableist to use someone for pleasure while you know they are less intelligent and might not understand the intentions. Apart from that discussion, it's interesting to check why there is this interest in handsome, dumb men. When we talked about art history earlier, we saw that men are always depicted as heroic and tough. There are hardly any men that were considered soft or sensitive. Artist Georgiana Wilson draws a link between the heroic, powerful modes in which men have been repeatedly painted and the societal pressures for men to present themselves as invulnerable and masculine. The himbo is not the brightest, but also not the toughest guy around. Aside from his masculine appearance, mostly his characteristics that would be considered femme are applauded. His caring nature, his respectfulness and sensitivity. In short, he's the antithesis of toxic masculinity. Male beauty standards probably will fluctuate, just like those of women's do. Especially in the past 20 years, there seems to be a more fluid understanding of male beauty. For centuries, ideal men were considered buff, tall and muscular. A new hairstyle here and there didn't change that much. Most importantly, they had to be aggressive and tough. Aside from visibility of different types of bodies and features, there is also room for a softer masculinity that isn't visible only on the surface. A man can have great abs and a square jaw, but if he shows traits of toxicity, he just isn't that hot anymore. Thank you for listening. Go to amanism.com to read this article or see the visuals.